Hey guys, welcome back to Laugh and Chat with Ty and Liz. We're your hosts. I'm Ty. And I'm Liz. We are... Done today. Done today. <laughs> we just, we're over it. I feel like every time we talk, we're always talking about how we have a problem with recording and for some reason, we just had a problem with recording because my mic and her mic are just not wanting to compare with the computer. Yeah, it's... <laughs> and so, so... here we are. Yeah, so here we are. We uh, we found out we had to have a mixer to have both mics work. And we don't even know what that is, if we're it, being honest. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know... We said the first season was going to be a rough season. We talked it into existence, and now it's happening. And now it's happening. And, and, I got here at 11.41. And it's now 1.07. And it's now 1.07. So. Yeah. If that tells you anything. So. Before we start the recording. (laughs) Yes. I have to say... That I'm not the one doing the editing. Miss Liz over here is doing the editing. Hi! And I have to say that I am very amazed how quick she picked it up. She understands what she's doing. She understands the point by point part of where we need to take it. How we're going to take it. And I never once complain about how she edits things because how she does it is so amazing and so perfect. You're going to be blushing over here. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. But I don't, I just, I get bored, you know? And this is like me hmm. feeling like I have a purpose in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Like outside of being a mom and a fiance and all that stuff. I just feel like this is we're doing this for a reason and I feel like it's a we both have good a good message to send out there. Yeah. But so. I feel like And it's a like a once in a lifetime experience. Right. Like, to be able to do this with each other. Right. And it's I'm a I, I would never I, I don't wanna do this with anybody else besides you. Thanks, me neither. Like I think it's because we're able to have those honest conversations. We're able to just talk about anything. It doesn't matter because our views, whether the same or whether they're different, we're still able to just talk about whatever. Like, we see things the same, you know, on some aspects, and then we see things different, but we're still able to coexist, and we're still able to, like, hang out. Like, at the end of the day, we still have each other's backs. We never really, I mean... We don't fight. I mean, we've had, like, our falling outs and stuff, but we were able to be adults and... And come back together. And and talk about our issues, and I think that's the best part is, since we're able... We have that relationship, we're able to just talk things out or whatever. You know people are going to eventually ask what our problems were. Yeah, well, (laughs) don't worry. You guys will find out one day. One day, when we have an episode that, like, corresponds with it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we really... <laughs> Our show is so random. We don't know what we're going to talk about that well, night. Well, I mean, today we kind of did have some things planned, but, I mean, 
We never go according to plan. No, we never we never do. But I did. I'm gonna go ahead and do the poll. Okay. That we did. So on our Facebook page yesterday, and if you don't follow our Facebook page, please go follow it. Yes. Let's laugh and chat with Ty and Liz. And make so we want people like. To be able to respond with us. Like, yeah, to be able to... We want you guys to yeah. reach out, communicate. If you... There's... You know, if we're talking about something on one of our episodes and you have a story or you just want to share something, please do message us. And if you want it to be anonymous, it can be anonymous. That's fine. Yeah. So, we, are, we have two things that you can message us on. And they're both the same in the sense of where they're the same. We have... Laugh and chat with Ty and Liz at gmail.com. Yes. And then we have Laugh and Chat with Ty and Liz, and that's our Facebook page. Yeah, and you can message us, email us. I mean, we're always looking. So. Yeah, and we have Messenger tied to the Facebook page, so you guys don't have to worry about whether we're not seeing or not. Because the other day, I got, I got stuck on the Messenger page, <laughs> and I couldn't figure out how to get back to my normal Messenger. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, so don't ever be afraid to, like, reach out and share stories with us. I mean, that's, we're here to, that's what we, that's what we're here to do. We like to talk about things. We like to, you know, get the word out there about everything. Yeah. So, Liz did a poll on Facebook the other day, kind of dealing with the topic that we're going to be talking about, which is pretty much, like, parenthood and stuff like that so yeah she's gonna she's pulling it up right now so she is okay so the first question that we asked was do you and your significant other agree or have the same parenting style we had 33 percent say yes and we had 67 percent say no so that kind of led me you know i was thinking about you know so the boys my boys have two different households. They have their dad's house and then they have, you know, my house. Um, and here they have their stepdad and there they have their stepmom and their stepsisters. And so I have to say, though, for the most part, Tommy and I do have the same parenting style in a sense. Um, when it comes to most things, we like to take steps back. And he's better about it than I am because he's always like, you know, take a step back. Let's think about it. Let's, you know, see what the right. real issue is instead of just jumping into a punishment or a lecture or whatever. And he's really good at reminding me, like, you have to get the full story. I think for me and my husband, he says we don't have the same. We do and we don't. There are some things that we don't agree on. Obviously, some people don't. And we kind of, like, voice each other. But we have communication about it. Yeah. Like, we never really... Like, if there's something, like, severe that's going on, we never talk about it in front of our kids. Yes. If we have an opinion about yes. something. Well, th their dad and I, we don't have the same parenting style by any means. But I feel like we're pretty good at coming to an agreement. Because, say, they get in trouble at school and it's the end of, we end of the week and they're at their dad's you know, and they have a punishment when they come over here that carries on over here because we want them to understand, like, hey, that wrong is wrong. Wrong is wrong, This yeah. is your punishment. You're going to follow through with it. Um, but we're pretty good about being able to communicate with that now. When uh -huh. we first separated, 
absolutely not. But now we're actually able to communicate about those things. And I, I think that, like, because, like, you're, you're not. Like, you're two different people. So yeah. you're, and Chris was raised differently than I was. Yeah. So, like, he, he was a good child. Mom, unlike me, I was a little rebel, rebel Rebellious. and crazy. I wouldn't say like, yeah. Um, I guess I was kind of rebellious, yeah. just not in the sense of like in front of my parents' face. Yeah. Except for my dad, I was really rebellious. Like when I colored my hair without his permission, I was rebellious. <laughs> well, see, and I think because Tommy and I were both raised two different ways, and then Travis and I were raised two different ways. Um, but I think in a sense. You know, when you grow up different ways and you say you have a rough Mm -hmm. childhood or, you know, your parents were extremely strict or, you know, whatever the case may be, I feel like you also grow up and when you become a parent, you know how you don't want to treat your kids in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I I agree. You you kind of like you do, you um, step away from wanting to be exactly like who your parents were. Yeah. And some things carry over from your parents, like certain styles that you're like, oh, I kind of agree with this kind of style. Yeah. Not everything. I mean, I wouldn't say anything that my dad did I agree with at all. I mean, yeah. My dad I, was neglectful, so. Yeah, I definitely understand that. Okay, and then moving on to our next one was, do you eat meals as a family regularly? No. Um, we had 57% say yes and 43% say no. For the most part, when the boys are here, we do eat together. I try my hardest to make something for dinner most nights. Um, and then some nights, I'm kind of, I, I guess I should have put maybe like kind of in there instead of a yes and a no. But for the most part, I would say that we eat meals mm-hmm. Um, together sitting down as a family regularly only because I like to hear about the boys' day and I don't know I just feel like that's a time where we're not focused on the TV or we're not focused on our phones like we're just you know we don't bring our phones to the table we're just sitting there with the kids and we're just having a conversation so I think for us like when we have dinner time outside in public like because obviously you're at a table and you're sitting yeah. there. I think that's like when we go out to dinner. Out to dinner we do, but when we're at home, usually they sit out at the dining room table. Yeah, and, and we there's sit. times that the boys do it too. I mean, we can hear them. Yeah. Our like how our dining room is set up is it's. It's kind of like you have like a clear view of yeah. it. That's kind of how it is for us. You know, when we're sitting in the living room and they're sitting at the table eating, we can still see them. You know, um, I don't know. I just. I mean, we are a question we'll ask them, but. Yeah. Now, I, I wouldn't say we eat together often as a family. Okay, and then our next one was, whew, does the use of technology cause arguments in your home with your children? 86% said yes, and 14% said no. Oh my gosh. I know, because literally, it doesn't matter if, if it's the tv it doesn't matter if it's a phone you know langston used to have a phone but cohen broke it but anyway beside the point (laughs) when langston had it his attitude was completely different and when it would like when he would get it taken um he would lose his ever loving 
mind. And even sometimes Creed, he'll be like, hey, mom, can I watch your phone? And I'll be like, yeah. And when it's time for me to, you know, when I need it back, mm -hmm. he, like, he gets whiny and whatever. Now, Cohen, as soon as we get in the car in the morning to take the boys to school, he's like, mommy, can I watch your phone? And I'll be like, when we get to school, when we get to the school, like, yes. And then we get to the school. He goes, hey, mommy, can I watch your phone? Or even if we're just sitting here, like, at the house, and we're all just kind of doing our own thing, you know, he'll be like, Tommy, can I, can I, can I watch your phone? <laughs> and Tommy will be like, sure, yeah. Or Tommy will be like, I need to wait on, to hear what I'm doing for work tomorrow, and then you can watch my phone. So then he has to watch my phone until he can watch Tommy's phone. It's just, I hate the fact that cell phones are a part of, you know, the generation that, you know, we're raising our kids in. Yeah. It's frustrating. I, like, so, like, obviously, clearly, we had a conversation that Austin lost his, his, uh, phone privileges because of the fact that he has been yeah. not doing so well in school. And, uh, it, they do. They my sons get up really, really, really upset about TV. I mean, Georgia, she's three. She's she doesn't really she doesn't get grounded because there's not really anything yeah, we can do to ground. Her. Yeah. So so she technically gets to watch TV, but she she usually only really watches it at night, and sometimes during the day she'll watch it. Yeah. Other than that, most of the time I'm chasing her around the house. So yeah. That. She doesn't do it, but Mackenzie gets physically upset. Like, she'll cry if she gets in trouble and grounded from the TV. <laughs> it is bad. Like, she'll legitimately cry. Or, like, her tablet. Like, she... She doesn't get angry, but the boys do. Yeah. Oh my I, God. I would say all my boys. Yeah. Leo will beg and I mean, they beg don't really get... beg to get it back. Like, Langston doesn't hurt... Not Langston... Cohen, good lord, I got too many kids to run things. <laughs> Cohen doesn't really get grounded from anything, kind of, you know, because he's three. Um, <laughs> but Langston and Creed, if they, you know, because they all share a room, when they get rowdy and crazy, we're like, we're, you're, you're not, you don't get TV tonight. Right. It's then it's instantly like waterworks or an argument or Creed getting sassy. And I'm like, this right here, this is why. This is why you're mm -hmm. not. And plus, like, if I were to leave the TV on, if Langston was to wake up in the middle of the night, he would be hot on getting back on that TV. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, it's kind of like... We took the way, we took away uh, the kids' TV at night. Like... During the school week? Yeah, during the school week. Gotcha. Because, uh, well, Georgia watches TV, and Mackenzie and Georgia share a room, so... Technically, Mackenzie gets to watch TV, but it's not what she wants to watch. It's yeah. what Georgia wants to watch. Yeah. So, it's kind of fair, kind of not fair, because Leo doesn't get anything yeah. while Mackenzie gets to watch it, but she's not watching it. And Mackenzie's always been the one to fall asleep really quickly. Like, she never sits up and watches TV. Now, Leo, when he was watching TV, he'd stay up all night, and then he won't. he wouldn't get up in the morning. So... I have this rule that if you want to do that, that's fine. Yeah. But you have to get up the next morning, and it can't be difficulty getting you up. Yeah. Because 
that's the rule. You know yeah. the rule. You yeah. know that if you want to watch TV, this is what the standard is. You yeah. have to do this. Yes. So he he has a hard time with it. Like he always begs to watch TV at night before he goes to bed. And he always goes. Mackenzie gets to watch TV. I was like, but Mackenzie's not watching it for herself. Yeah. I was like, she's not getting to watch what she wants. Yeah. So, yeah, it's always an argument. I hate it. Oh, my gosh. It's frustrating. And then the last question is, do you punish your child or children for every rule broken or not followed? 60 or 86% said no, and 14% said yes. Um, I said no to this. Mm-hmm. Um, only because... I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like baseball, three strikes, you're out, um, in a sense. Hmm. Um, but I always feel like, you know, for the, like, the first time that they do something and I feel like, or if they get in trouble for something, say at school or whatever, like, I want to have that conversation and explain to them why what they did was wrong, why they got in trouble for it, you know, but if it happens again, Hmm. you know, this is that's going to be the punishment for it or you know Mm -hmm. this is what you know you'll be grounded for x amount and these are the stipulations for that grounding or whatever you know what i'm saying yeah no i said no to it too but um i have to say that it used to be like that i was really bad like me and chris had a long discussion about it because he's like you're always 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 taking something away yeah and I was like, I don't think I'm that bad. I was like, they need to understand. And he's like, there's a level of understanding that they should do. Like, before we start grounding. Yeah. He's least likely to ground. But when he grounds, it means that he's at his limit. Yeah. So, with me, like, it was always at a drop of a hat. But I kind of turned that around. So, I think that it depends on the situation, really. Yeah. So, like... It, like, if you've been told multiple times that you need to stop, or, like, it kind of depends. Or, like, if you're getting impatient, and I've told you to, like, hold on a minute. Yeah. And you're, like, continuously bugging me about it, then I don't necessarily ground. I take away for a little bit. Yeah. Like, the other day, for instance, like, um... It was a really rough day for our kids. They, all three of them were on fire, like Austin, Leo, and Mackenzie. Yeah. And, um, they were all kind of being disrespectful, and I don't know where it came from. It was like, literally, the household was full of disrespects. So, I was trying to figure it out. Well, I was like, I have to walk away from this situation, or I'm going to... It's not going to end well. Yeah. So I had I left for work early because I was like, I'm angry. I need time to think to myself, get away from the house. Yeah, you need time to like decompress and just mm. lose off. So I have to remember Mackenzie takes things literally. Yeah. So she takes things straight to her heart. Yeah. And extreme, like, just <laughs> it's pretty funny. Oh, so I told the kids that. Well, before I left, I said, y- 
I was like, you guys can all come in in the living room. You guys can sit down on the couch and you guys can stare at each other for all I care. Yeah. Mackenzie took it as in literally let's stare at people. So she (laughs) sat there and Austin kept telling her to stop looking at him. And she was sitting there just like staring away at him. But dad said. And I was, so I sat there and I was like. You took that literal. Like, you you literally took it literal. Like, she I was... was just, she was just doing what she was doing. <laughs> no. I was like, but think about it. Like, <laughs> that's not what I meant. Like, I meant, like... That's all you're going to have to do until, yeah. like, Chris says otherwise. Because I was like, until Daddy says otherwise, like, this is all you guys are doing. Yeah. And I was like, and if he tells you to go somewhere else... You go somewhere else, but, like, because it was in our living room. Yeah. And that's where Chris watched his CD, but he was tired anyway, so he sent them to bed early eventually, I guess. I don't blame him. So, I think that, like, it also, like, kind of depends, but I didn't ground anybody, so I learned to take a step back because I was like, do we all have rough days? Yeah. I was like, we're all going to have them. Some days are going to be worse than others. I think there's a point where... Okay, you do grounds because I literally had a friend that every time she would message me, she'd be like, "Can Leo play with my son?" And I, or she'd be like, "Or is he grounded?" And I was like, "Am I that bad? Is it that bad?" Every time I turn around, he's grounded. But I do remember a lot of times getting on the phone with you, like, "Oh, because I grounded today." Oh, because, and then that's not a bad thing, but it's because at some point, you know. You're trying to figure out what works for your kids. Right. It's not that you're doing it just to be the mean dad. It's you're you guys are trying to figure out what makes your kids listen, what works for your kids, what you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that 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 coming to terms with finding another way to approach situations is always mm. a good thing. And that's something you and I talk about all the time, you know. Right. thinking of different ways to approach them that helps them respond better because you know with Cohen you could talk to him as nice as can be when he's having a fit or a meltdown or whatever and he is just mad as hell and he's still gonna throw that tantrum you could be stern with him and he's gonna throw hands with you so it's more of like just letting him get it out of his system um with Langston Hooting and hollering at him doesn't work well. If I talk to him calmly, works fine. Creed is a hit or miss because he's so sassy and he's me to a T. Right. So it's just kind of, you just kind of go base it off of his mood, you know, on how to approach him. But I think all all the kids, all my boys are pretty, pretty different when it comes to that and, the, and how you approach situations. Yeah, I think... I think that, like, for so, like, here lately we've been giving Leo a kind of a pass in school. Yeah. And because, it's because we're trying to get his medication sorted out and stuff like that. So, like, I told him that me and your dad have been talking that we're going to give you a pass for now. Yeah. Because maybe this medication will help you kind of get yourself together and get yourself to focus. But for now... We're giving you a pass, but 
at the end of the month, once you're back on medication, we're no longer giving you a pass. Yeah. So take it the where it is. Yeah. And then we just got done, and I, me and Chris came to a conclusion, and I think John did too with Austin, of where he's been failing. And I apparently he's been really trying to get back on track. And he's been, like, worried because his teacher hasn't graded his essay yet. So he's like, it will put me at a passing grade. So I told him, I was like, what you need to do is take this as a, uh, your fuck-up year. Yeah. Your fuck-up. Maybe you'll move on to your next year of high school. But take this one as your fuck-up and then go on forward. So don't allow yourself to get sidetracked. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, we were... <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh. But figuring out soccer, soccer practices. Soccer practices. Yeah. But yeah, no. Um. But Mackenzie the other day when she was doing her spelling words, excuse me, I was ready to ground her. I one. know. I was like, oh boy. Well, it was because usually she's really good about her schoolwork. Yeah. Well, I got confused with the weeks because. Usually she comes in and she's the first one to say, hey, daddy, I have spelling words or I have homework, but she hasn't been. Yeah. So the last week she didn't have spelling words because they were off on that Friday. Well, this week they were on. She passed her spelling words. Oh, she did? She did. Oh, wow. She passed them. It's very proud of her. But she, she was like, I told her that she needed to be studying at home. Well, she was like, I've been studying at school. And I was like, with who? By myself. But she couldn't name a single word on her spelling list. So I was like, Mackenzie, how are you studying by yourself? I was like, you don't know the word. Uh, 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 is all I got from her. <laughs> so I made her go study. I know, you, we were on the phone and you kept saying Elizabeth. I'm like, hey now. <laughs> Hey now, watch the name. We throw that out there like that. Like, dang, Mackenzie, get it together. We share that name. Yeah, we acting like that. So she, so she went and uh, she went and uh, studied, and then she came in, and I rapid fired the words. She spelled every single one of them correctly without a single mistake. Oh, I'm so proud of her. That's big for her, though. Mm -hmm. That's good. So she she didn't want to get grounded. She studied those words. Yeah, I don't blame her. It was like yeah. The boys came home Friday. Well, they're with their dad, but I had to pick them up Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, so when Tommy and I picked them up, they had their report cards, and I was like shocked. Because Langston has really been struggling hardcore this year with reading. Mm -hmm. And so his reading grade has always been really low. And, you know, we've talked to the school psychiatrist. We've talked to... Is it psychiatrist? Psychologist? It would be... Uh, I think it's psycho... <laughs> psychologist. A psychologist is like... Because there's different levels of yeah. psychology... So, either way, we talked to the people at school. We had a meeting with his teacher, um, and 
you know, they're like, we don't see him having a learning disability. So then we went to the next step and we did the ADD, the ADHD, and his doctor said he doesn't meet the criteria. So it's been a struggle. Um, But when we got his report card, he has all A's and B's. And this is the first time since Langston's been in school that he's had all A's and B's. So, and he's brought his reading grade, grade up from a D to a B. So we were like, you know, super proud of him. And so... Tommy was like, you know, Sunday when you come home, we will take you guys to get something to reward you for your good grades. And that's big for Langston. And Tommy's like, you know, I didn't want to say, well, Creed couldn't get anything because that's not fair to him because he always does good. He always, you know, he always has good grades. He always does his schoolwork. You know, nothing's really a struggle for Creed when it comes to school. But for Langston, there's always that struggle. And that's what I Tommy and I were talking about, you know, I think Langston reward him for getting his grades up and doing better in school and really focusing more and for Creed reward him for keeping up the good work and still doing, you know, what he's supposed to be doing. And he's like, he's like, in Coleman, we'll just pick something out because he's a spoiled brat. And I was like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I tried not to spoil Georgia. It's hard. She's. It's hard because that's your last baby. She's my baby. She's, she's. Yeah. She's my little, my little devil. She's, she's, she's my baby. something. I, she's <laughs> freaking hilarious. Cohen's the same way though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and those two together. Yeah. He'll always he'll be like Uncle Ty Ty, Uncle Ty Ty, and then he'll take his mom's. Place. He's like, I'm gonna talk to Georgia. I'm gonna talk to Georgia. They'll <laughs> be like, okay. And then they both like stare at each other. Like <laughs> they don't. They're like, wait, hi. <laughs> And, like, I don't know. I, I, I feel bad. I don't know. I just... Georgia worries me because she's delayed a little bit in communication. And, like, she can communicate and tell you what she wants by showing you or, like, eventually getting it out of her. But other than that, like, it's very hard for her to yeah really communicate. I mean, it could, it could be a speech delay or, you know, just, you know, the doctors... I've always... So, I always had that worry about Cohen because he was, he was a late talker compared to Langston and Creed, um, but now he doesn't, he doesn't hush. Um, but they, like, you know, when I was talking to the doctor about it, she was like, it's harder for younger siblings to speak because their older siblings are usually speaking for them or speaking over them, um... So sometimes it makes it hard on the communication thing. Right. Or it could be a speech delay. You know, you never know. I mean, that's just something that you, I you just, guys will figure out. Yeah, I hope it's something that we, like, kind of, like, we do figure out. I'm a li- I am very, very concerned. Um, I don't... She's very... Sm- she is very smart. Yeah. And then trying to get her to potty train, that's been quite difficult, too. I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you. I know, but everybody said that girls are a lot easier when it comes to potty training. I don't feel like that's true. I mean, I don't have girls, but I worked in a daycare setting for eight years. Um, And that's... (laughs) No. Um, They're... It really just depends on that child. I don't think one's easier than the other. Um... I don't. I really don't. I think it's just a matter when they're ready. Um, sometimes 
girls may be ready sooner um, because girls and boys are definitely different, but it really just depends on them. Um, Langston, super easy. As soon as you put him in underwear, he peed himself one time and maybe twice, and he was, he didn't like how it felt. And so that's when he started communicating that he needed to go to the potty. Um, Creed was super easy as well. That's because he mostly looked up to Langston and he was like, oh, Bubby's using the potty. I want to use the potty. Um, Cohen tried and tried and tried and tried. And until he was ready, that's when it happened. It wasn't, you know, until he took interest in it. Like we would try, we would, you know, bring his potty chair out in the living room or we'd try to get him to go on the potty. Um, and he wouldn't. And then one day he got his potty and we put undies on and he was ready. And I was, but I wonder when like the, age of because it worries me because I don't want her to be like four and f- like five yeah learning how to potty train some kids it just takes time I mean because even working in, in at the daycare there there are some kids that took a while longer um to you know to potty train I mean it's really just I don't know it's really on them unless they're you know, is a type of speech delay. You know what I'm saying? Like I wonder if go. there's, like, more of a delay. I mean, that's I don't just know. It really worries me with her history. Yeah. Like, it really does. And so, like... It's a touchy subject for me, I guess. Because, like, I'm just always worried that she's... She is and isn't where she needs to be. Yeah, I get that. I mean, as a parent, you always, that's, you, you're always going to worry no matter what, you know, you're always going to worry about your children, but I would just, I would just make sure you talk to your doctor about it and bring it to their attention because for a while they were, um, I remember I took Creed in Langston. It was before I had Cohen. So Creed was little and I had taken him to a new doctor and they had me fill out this form, which was weird because I'd never had any doctors have me fill out this, like, survey questionnaire thing. Never had it before. And, you know, I was reading the questions and as I was answering them and stuff, and I gave it to the nurse and she came back in and she was like, you know, we feel like there might be some type of delay or um, it could lead to him being on the spectrum. And I'm like, how do you get that from a survey, from a questionnaire when they're this young? Mm-hmm. Um because I feel like kids learn at different rates. They grow at different rates. And, you know, it was like one day, you know, for Creed, he was mumbling. And then all of a sudden he was boom, bam, talking. And now he's just the sassiest little thing ever. And, I mean, same for Cohen. He would he would just gibberish constantly. And just to- like Georgia. Yeah, and Tommy was always like, yeah, I know, that's cool. Or, yeah, we can do that or whatever. Because that's, you know, he, that's he was just gibberish and Tommy would just like talk to him and have conversation with him. And then next thing you know, he's just talking and I'm like, but you, I mean, you've been on the phone with me where she like, she'll say words. Like she can have a conversation with you and she understands what you're saying to mm -hmm. her because she'll, you know, answer yes or no or whatever the case may be. She does talk. I think it's just her finding her voice, um, and figuring out, how to let the words come out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I do believe that she's learned a lot of her 
uh, speaking from music. She, I believe she's going to be a singer when she's older. Or something to do yeah. with music in yeah. general. Because she has such... Ever since she was little, ever since she was really little, the, we would play music and she would just like react and dance to it. And she's found, she finds the rhythm of the song. She like really goes with the music. Yeah. Even though sometimes it's mumbles and she's doing it. Yeah, but it. you can still like even, you know... And then there would be words that she picks up that I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Because there's times that, you know, when we're on the phone, um, she'll be going to the beat of the song and some of the words she says and some of the words she doesn't, but she's still going with the song. Like, she's still trying to get it out of, yeah. like, get it out of her mouth. Like, she's still, I just think it's going to take time. And I think, um, I don't know, it'll, it'll happen for her. I mean, yeah. and she might need some type of speech therapy and stuff because... Um, there was a little boy in my class when I worked at the daycare and his mom was like, you know, do you notice him using more words or, and I said, for the most part, yeah, like he does, you know, he communicates with me and stuff. And sometimes it was hard to understand him, but at that age, I feel like they all are. And she was like, well, he has to go to speech therapy. And she was like, so I just kind of want to keep you up to date, like, keep everything updated and stuff, which was fine, and he did speech therapy for a little bit, and, I mean, I, he was talking, he was starting to talk a lot more once he figured out how to pronunciate or, you Mm. know, whatever the case was, like, once he, whenever it started clicking, it was, he and he was talking to me all the time, and he was just, like, the sweetest kid, and I just feel like, you know, Maybe if she does need speech therapy, I think she'll pick up on it fairly quickly because she does pick up on things. Right. And she responds to you. You know, she understands what you're saying. So I don't think there's, I don't think there's a mishap there. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe it's just just how it is. Like, we've. It I, it also is a little bit harder, especially like we're trying to, our our older kids, except for Austin, but the the older two, they're kind of. I wouldn't say delayed in speech, but, like, a lot of words that I'm mispronounced and stuff like that, so we're trying to work with them. I feel like some things, though, that's just kids in general yeah. mispronounce, mispronouncing, but I also, um, so when we were talking about Langston and his struggle and stuff with reading, um, my mom actually brought up a good point, and I know I've talked to you about it, but... Langston was in kindergarten when COVID had hit. Mm-hmm. And then um, when he started first grade, there was, like, the whole mask thing. And I feel like when you're talking to somebody and you're trying you're, – you're reading their lips, basically. Right. And I feel like when everybody had to wear masks and then, like, in kindergarten, when he was in kindergarten, the last few months of school, he was out. And I had to teach him through packets. We didn't do, you know, Zoom – learning or anything like that zooming was very that's what i'm saying like so there wasn't really like i was going through the packets with him but i'm not a teacher you know they have a certain curriculum and a way that they teach these kids things but then when you know they went back to school and they had the masks on it's hard to sometimes it's hard to hear and understand how words are pronounced with the mask on Mm. 
I feel like that definitely took a toll on Langston, and I feel like that could definitely be the case, you know, for your kids as well. Well, my 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 kids are all adopted. Yeah. And so, like, they've. But I think they have different struggles because yeah. of their life before being. Yeah, and, with and you they guys. were very neglected yes. when it came to certain things. So, like, I think also, like, they were neglected in the home that they were in before us. And then, on top of coming to us, it was during COVID. So, they were more behind on what they are. I feel like once everything starts to click, like, yeah. once everything comes full circle for them and they finally have an understanding of it, it'll all get better. Because I feel like Langston, you know, he raised his grade from a D to a B. And I feel like he is improving on reading. Because in other subjects, he does fine. Yeah. And I think also... Langston actually taking the time to do his to work do and That's stop rushing so through yeah. it. Like, you have to understand you can't just zip through everything because you get graded on this and you have to have good grades in order to continue on to the next grade. And, you know, if you want to play sports, like, even, like, I know he's in elementary school, but if you want to play sports, you need to have good grades. You're preparing like, him for what high school yeah. is, yeah. And, you know, it was like he wanted to play basketball and he did not have good grades and Travis and I came to an agreement like if he gets his grades up sure he can play but right. if he doesn't no he doesn't need to play he needs to focus on school mm-hmm. um and now you know he was raising his grades so we signed him up for soccer and now his grades are even better than what they were so you know I feel comfortable with him playing soccer I think for us like the great thing won't come until later, especially with our kids, because we're trying to get them into sports. We've been we've been bouncing around from West Virginia to Ohio, to back over here, so it's been a ba- it's been a really busy road. So like getting our kids into sports have not been a hundred percent easy. So yeah. now that we're settling back down and trying to figure out, Leah really wants to do track, but they don't do track until high school. I feel like soccer would be good in a replacement for track because mm-hmm. there's all that back and forth and all that running and stuff. And Mackenzie wants to do gymnastics, so, like, we're looking into things. Yeah. And trying to see what we can do to get them into something. Because I also want to be that parent. Like, I yeah. want to do something. I want to see my kids play a sport. Like... Yeah. It's amazing. It's It's truly, like... I don't know. It's just amazing to look at your child and watch all that they're soaking up. Because that was the thing with, like, with Langston with football. He just, it just came so natural to him. And mm. I'm like, why can't, why can't we put this energy for football into schoolwork? Like, I don't, and he, I think it's just because he's really into sports. He really loves sports. But I'm like, you also need a good, good grades if you want to keep doing this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that it is But I also very... think, like, it would be good for your kids to have that outlet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, something to kind of burn some energy and, you know. Because I, I don't think, think they really have. They don't, right now, they haven't had anything. Um, I don't, I've also thought about maybe karate for Leo, but I'm that afraid is. that he would use it in the wrong manner. I feel like, I feel like that's something now that their instructor whatever you call it, um, would discuss with them. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't think... I think if he had an understanding... And especially kids react different when it's not us parents telling mm. them. So if it's somebody else, they're like, oh, we're going to listen. You know, yeah. we're going to do what they say. Yeah. But if we try to tell them that, they'd be like, yeah, I'm right. Yep. Nope. Not going to happen. I think that, like... Eventually, things will get where we need them to be. Like, I'm only three years into being a parent. Like, yeah. I've legitimately... It's like I've had my kids... It feels like an eternity. Yeah. And sometimes, like, it feels like I've had them since they were babies. Yeah. But, like, the only t- child that I really had since she was a baby was Georgia. So, yeah. Like... I'm only three years in, dealing with all walks of life yeah. in my situation. And, like, I knew Austin a little longer. Obviously, he's been in my life a little bit longer. So, um, he was already pretty much self-sufficient yeah. knowing him versus, like, our kids. Yeah. And I feel like, and that's the thing, is, like, as a parent... It, every day is something new to learn as a parent. It doesn't matter whether you've had them since birth or you've had them, you know what I'm saying? So right. I don't be hard on yourself when it comes to, because every day for, you know, even for me with the boys, it's still, every day is a learning experience because they're all different individuals. And so that's what makes it so interesting that they don't come with a, a manual no. at all. So as much as we like, wish they did. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes a mute button, but... Oh my gosh, a mute button would be nice. Yeah. Especially for Leah. Oh my oh. gosh, for when Mackenzie gets on her tangent, that'd be nice too. So, speaking of mute buttons, um, Leah was in the car yesterday and apparently he brought a topic up and he, he was talking to himself and Mackenzie does this a lot. She'll literally legitimately be having a conversation and she'll go, you know what I mean? And we'll be like, you were talking to me? <laughs> so then Leo is sitting in the back seat because he pulled a sister and he was having a conversation, didn't hear anything into the conversation. And then he asked me a question. I don't want the question to be aired because it was a very morbid question. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, boy. And I just, I didn't know. It kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. Because it was kind of like, what? Yeah. It was something about um, decaying. Oh. Yeah. So, I don't don't want to bring it up because it it. It's a very weird question. So he asked the question, and I was like, he's like, you know, like, I was talking to you, and I was like, you didn't say, hey, daddy, like, I have a conversation that I want to have with you, and then ask you this question. No, it was a very, like, you just asked me a question. Yeah. So then he's sitting there going, but you, you didn't, you're not responding to anything else. I was like, because all you asked me was a question. But you were having a conversation with yourself, honey. And he was like, no, I wasn't. I was having a conversation with you. Well, next time you're like, hey, dad. I know. I want to have this conversation with you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did uh, want to go over these. Um, there was a website, because I was looking up like different parenting types, different parenting styles, I guess you would say. Um, 
So this is from the American SPCC.org. Um, they have four different types of parenting styles. There is permissive, authoritative, neglectful, or authoritarian. Authoritarian? Yeah. Um, so for permissive, it says permissive parents are worried about if their kids like them. They set a few rules and enforce them even less often. Um, permissive parents won't let their kids struggle and often overly protect their children from natural com consequences. And it says here, the outcomes, children benefit from nurturing aspect of permiss permissive parents, but they sh they'll struggle in the real world if they're not used to the used to the consequences of their actions, it can lead to children struggling with boundaries, rule following, and self-control. On the plus side, these kids tend to be more creative and unafraid to speak their minds. So, I, when I first, especially when we first got our children, or adopted our children, yeah, I'm still kind of this way with Georgia, so I'm trying better, but like with them when I first got them I was always worried that my children wouldn't like me yeah and I, I like in that situation though that's more understanding you know what I'm saying like mm. you I had I, I don't know I understand that more because they're you guys are new to each other and you yeah. guys are learning about each other and you're like I, I love these kids I want these kids to love me the way I love them you know what I'm saying so yeah I that. so like I was I was hardcore that way and like, me and Chris have had the conversation about it because he's like, you kind of need to... You're being their friend right now. Yeah. And so, like, you kind of need to step away from that. And, like, here lately, like, all I do is put my... Like, I put my foot down when enough is enough. Yeah. So, like, I've been better about it. Yeah, I feel that. I... There's... I go back and forth. I feel like, um... I do... Sometimes I do worry about you know, if my kids like me and stuff, but I feel like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's so hard to explain. No, I get it. And so it says, um, authoritarian or disciplinarian. Uh, I might be saying that word wrong, but. I, it is, I think it's discipline. My stutter's going to come out on that one. Disciplinarian. You said the word. Disciplinarian. Yeah. Um, it says, we all know a strict parent. Maybe we're one of them. Maybe we were raised by one. Authoritarian parents Parents, woof, have high expectations, firm, firm, whoa, I can't <laughs> read today, firm rules and strict punishments. Unlike author authoritative parents, disciplinarian parents expect blind obedience and don't discuss their reasoning with their children. These parents are highly involved, but their kids often draw away from them because of their one-way communication and stern discipline. It says the outcomes children's chill. I'm so sorry, y'all. Children from authoritarian backgrounds are more likely to rebel and go behind their parents' back. The high expect expectations can lead to self-esteem issues and make their children feel like they're never enough, but authoritarian parent parenting isn't all bad. Children tend to be disciplined and high achievers and are less likely to make impulsive decisions. I think all of us can be this way. Yeah. Because sometimes it is because I said so. There's, yeah. like, th sometimes it's a no because, like, 
at this moment, it's a no. Yeah. Like, it's because I said so. I feel like... I th- I think found, finding a ba- balance between yeah. each parenting skill... Definitely. ...could be... Because kids go through that phase of, like, well, why? Yeah. Well, why? Because I said so. <laughs> because I said no. Or that's just how it is. Yeah. Or I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. So, like... I, I Yeah. Yeah. So, it says uninvolved slash neglectful parenting. Uninvolved parenting is the opposite of authoritarian parenting. These parents aren't strict and don't have high expectations for their kids, but it's because they don't care. No rules, no responses, and indifference are typical for the uninvolved or neglectful parent. Typically, this parent is fighting their own mental health issues says the outcomes children who have uninvolved parents often struggle with low self-esteem impulsive impulsivity and mental health issues most researchers agree that there are no benefits from this style of parenting because there isn't there isn't any because there's no interaction with yeah the child. there's no interaction with the child because like <laughs> they don't care yeah yeah and then it says authoritative parenting authoritative parents are highly involved and have high expectations for their kids they have rules and boundaries and explain why these parents balance their expectations with affection and support they enforce rules and consequences when rules are broken everything is discussed to make sure children have the chance to understand why they are being disciplined authoritative parents help their children make age-appropriate choices but value their kids auto autonomy anatomy anonymy <laughs> anyway from a young age children learn how to deal with conflict and grow up to be resilient adults says so the outcome um research shows that kids with authoritative parents have the best outcomes children tend to be the happiest and self-confident while being goal-oriented curious and self-resilient because their parents were highly involved while respecting independence, children's, children learn how to have healthy relationships and attachment styles. So, so I feel like that one's more of like a balance between, in a sense, I feel like it's um, a balance between yeah. permissive and authoritarian. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's why they call it authoritative. Uh, I feel like that one's a good a good balance of a everything balance. like you know like respecting your child's wishes but also still being a parent and letting them know you know there's consequences for your actions, actions and stuff like that i can definitely see i think that's kind of what we did with austin here recently yeah cuz like we've been trying to explain to him like we've had legitimate conversation with him yeah as calmly in a like manner and telling him these are the consequences. You're stuck with the consequences. This is what it yeah. is. But you try your best. We'll get you back to where you need to be. Yeah. And I feel like that's... Um, sometimes I feel... that's. I, I mean, that's... Like, that's it, you know, respecting their thoughts. Um, and kind of... I don't know how to say it. Um, I don't know. It's like respecting their wishes, but also, you know, if this is the choice that you make, these are are the consequences. Mm -hmm. 
but also, you know, when those consequences happen, and if you fall on your face, mm. we're going to be right here to help guide you because as your parent and as your parents, that's what we're here to do. We want the best for you, but sometimes I feel like, especially at that age, sometimes they need that trial trial and error type thing. I think that's a, kind of a lot what we're doing with like Mackenzie and Leo because they've been so dependent on each other, especially Mackenzie. Yeah. She's been so dependent on herself, on, on each other, that like... She will literally sacrifice giving her, giving up food or doing something because Leo isn't getting to do it or isn't eating or she thinks that Leo hasn't eat. So what we're trying to do, what we were trying to do is we've had that communication with her. Like you need to learn how to tell him no. So at what point do you go, okay, well, you're not learning from your mistake. Yeah. Do we step back? And let you learn this mistake. Yeah. And I feel like that go- that's pretty much like the saying, um, oh my gosh, it just slipped my mind. Holy moly. <laughs> um, you can only help somebody so much until they want to help themselves. Yeah. Type deal. Um, so, you can only tell her so many times to try to get her to understand it, but eventually she's going to have to learn from her actions. You know what I mean? To yeah. fix whatever it is. And obviously, like, we're right there. But, like, yeah. at the same time, it's kind of like... You're constantly doing this for him. Like, you're... He'll ask you while you struggle. Like, he he also needs to learn to be put in his place and be told no. So, it was like... Because he he just wants the benefits for him. He's not worried about what it is on her end. Because Langston's the same way. If it benefits Langston, he will do anything in his power to make it happen to... Mm -hmm try to persuade his brothers you know as long as it benefits him right. he's not worried about if it benefits them if or it not. Bene- yeah no i and i think that's like where it is it's like we're trying to teach her to tell him no that you can do it yourself yeah. because he can do it himself yeah he just won't that's well, like with <laughs> like langston like I mean, these kids lead you out of the house in a home. I swear to you, they are always wanting a snack. But that's like Langston will send Creed to be like, can we have a snack? And we'll be like, did your brother send you out here? And he'll be like, no. And we'll be like, we heard him. We heard (laughs) him tell you to come out here and ask us if you could have a snack. And we're like, Langston, don't send him out here because not only... Are we going to get agitated the fact that he's coming out here after we already gave you an answer about having a snack? But we heard you tell him, get up and do it yourself. Come ask us if you're that concerned. Because nine times out of ten, when Creed will come ask, you know, can we have a snack? He doesn't even want a snack. He's just doing it because Langston told him to. Langston, yeah. It's so funny because, like, there'll be something... And what we're trying to teach Mackenzie, too, is, like, we're trying to get her... So... Leo will come out and be like, Mackenzie, and I'll be like, stop right there. (laughs) I'll be like, stop right there. I was like, Mackenzie can come out and ask herself. Yeah. Like, you need to... we started doing that with Yeah, yeah. you need to stop coming out here and speaking up for her. She needs to learn to come and do it herself. She has a voice. She She has a voice and she can use it. So, like, we're, we're... We've got a... It used to be where I'd be like, no, I don't want to hear it. 
Yeah. But it was, if she wants to ask. So, I'll be like, you need to go away. You need to get her and tell her that if she wants to know, I was like, she can come out and ask herself. If she doesn't come out here and ask herself... Then obviously it wasn't Obviously that it wasn't that important. Yeah. And it's not going to happen. So then, like, it'll take 15, 20 minutes before she comes out there. Sometimes it's sooner. Most of the time it's probably about 15, 20 minutes before <laughs> she comes out and asks for what she wants. And usually She's working up the courage. Yeah. So, like... She's so, so shy they, and bashful. Yeah. So, like, it takes a little bit. But then it's just, like, also, like, they rely on each other so much that we're trying to separate that. Yeah. Like, the teacher one day had to come and tell Leo to stop walking McKenzie to her classroom. Aww. I think it's because of the things that they went through. They have that bond. And I feel like they just want to have each other's backs. And... I guess that's, like, a hard habit to break. Because, I mean, like, even though they're not twins like you and your brother, mm. I mean, I don't think it was you guys walk each other to the class, but you guys still have that bond. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. I, I think with anybody, like, so it, it, it is. And they're, com- they're they're starting to come to terms with certain things. And yeah. they're kind of starting to understand it. And I think it's kind of starting to kind of balance itself out. Mackenzie is doing a little bit better sometimes she fails at it but you know it's not it's in progress yeah or she'll tell him no you could do it yourself and um no it's not my job no like get used to telling her him no yeah and then if you want to do something nice depending on the situation then i can understand that yeah. it was like the other day he actually did something that was very i was very impressed with him he actually did something that was very unselfish. So Mackenzie ran out of a drink. And he had a big cup of... For some reason, the lady brought her brought him a big cup of Sprite. Yeah. He wasn't going to drink all that. It was a big cup. So Mackenzie ran out of a drink. And the lady was taking forever to come back to get... To ask and see if anybody wanted to yeah. refill. I never got a refill. I never got a refill at all. Never. That's Ever. frustrating. And like, generally, it was Chris waiting down the waitress to come back and get. I hate a wa- a that kind of service. But I never got one. Nothing makes me want to be a Karen more than that right there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> exactly. So, he. He was like, here, Mackenzie, I'll give you some of my Sprite. Oh, that was very sweet of him. And I told him, see? I was like, that was very nice of you. I was and like, that was, was a good big brother. And that's good that you pointed that out to him, because then he'll be like, oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, so, he, you realize his actions, and he's like, maybe that, like, put a little bit of a spark. And he's like, ooh, okay. Yeah, so... He, he did really good. And I was like, that's a good big brother. Like, you're being a good one. And he was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> He's so cute. He is adorable. They're all so cute. I they swear. are. So I was watching. It was funny because I was watching. <laughs> oh, Lord. he has no rhythm whatsoever. Oh, so I was Oh, she likes boy. to record videos on her tablet, right? Oh, don't make fun of that baby. She's awkward AF. I will admit that. But don't. 
I never say it in front of her. Okay, good. I think it. We have a good laugh. She's funny. <laughs> she could be... Funny? Funny. <laughs> funny. Oh. Funny. She... So... She was like... I don't know what she was doing. I have no idea what she was doing. But it was funny because... <laughs> She was, like, rolling around on the ground. And then, like, she would, like, sing the music. Aww. And she was lip-singing it. Oh, like, boy. she wasn't... It, very off. <laughs> very off. Not even the words coming out of her mouth. But, um... Excuse me. Um, there was an end where she actually said a line to the word. And then she yelled at Georgia. Even though... Georgia was doing... Even though Mackenzie was doing the rolls... Yeah. Like, she was rolling on the ground. So Georgia was like, I want to do somersault. So she was doing a somersault. And Mackenzie yelled at her. She was like, you're going to hit her... Your head, Georgia. And me and Chris were both sitting there like... She's literally... uh, Doing a somersault on her. Like, she's... I'm like, I, I don't... She's... She's, uh, rolling. What is she... How is she gonna hit her head? What? Her feet... You mean her feet? Like, against the bed? But then I was sitting there, I was thinking, I'm like, but you're doing it too, so she's watching you. Yeah. Do it. Monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. So because like, the boys are the same, like, Creed's real big into that gymnastic stuff, and he'll be out in the front yard doing cartwheels, and Cohen will just, like, do a tuck and roll on the yeah. ground. And I'm like, he's like, I did it! <laughs> he's so proud of himself. Yeah. It's not hurting her. She's not like, you yeah. know, she's not like, <laughs> like, crying about it. Then <laughs> you hear because she rolls and then she like, is no longer in the view of the camera, but you hear her little, <laughs> <laughs> she was proud of herself. She was very, it was so cute. And I was like, and then like, it was so funny because like the camera was set up. So for some reason, Georgia's pants were off. She had her diaper off, but her pants were off. And, like, you just see her, like, walk into the camera <laughs> with no pants on and her shoes on. Oh, my god! And then unlatch. She always loves to have her shoes on. She's always, like, shoes? Shoes, shoes on. Shoes. My girl! But she gets on and off confused because when she wants them off, she'll go on. And even on, she'll want them on. Like, I'm like, yeah. it's off and on. It's just like kids when they're, like, when it's cold and they're like, <laughs> it's hot. And I'm like... It, you mean it's cold? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, there's a difference. <laughs> there, there is a difference. Because, like, hot and cold are two different things. Two different things. Hello. Yeah. So, like, it was just funny. Like, she does crack me up. I, she she wants to... I don't want to exploit my children. So, like, I never, like, have the idea of, like, posting it online or making her have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Because a lot of those kids that grow up exploited like that become... Not all of them, but some of them, like, become terrors because they wind up getting a benefit from it, and your yeah. parents are exploiting the kids and making them to do this stuff. You know, it's crazy to think about that, though. Like, you look back, like, if you look back at all the television shows that we watched growing up, and how many of them ended up having some type of, like, mental health issue, or mm. they struggle with addiction and stuff, like... I feel like a lot of the 
TV stars that we watched growing up ended up like that. So, like, I, you know, I get it. Yeah. It's just crazy to me, like, how much they didn't have control over their lives and how some of them didn't even want to be doing the things that they were doing. But yeah. they did it because that's what their parents wanted. I suggest you watch uh, Cole Sprouse interview. I'll, I'll send it to you. Is it the one um, that's going around TikTok? Not with him smoking. Oh, okay. No, not that one. But there was another one. I mean, I don't know why people are so mad about that. Like, if you watch the interview, yeah. the lady says it's okay that you do. Yeah. So, a lot of people are so focused on the fact that he's smoking a cigarette. Like, who cares? Like, there's a lot more issues. It is 2023, people. 2023. Oh. But that could be another episode for another day. Yeah. But, like... I'll send you that. Like, I, I will for sure, like, send you the the one I was watching. Because he is actually... He's kind of a very chill guy. And he was actually very, like, analytical mm-hmm. in this... He is very intelligent. Yeah. I never realized... Like, kids, you know, you watch... You grew up watching Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. And you're like, hmm. And then you see Riverdale. And you're like, hmm. And then you hear them talk. Like, both of them, really. Yeah. And you're like, wow. And I don't really see much of Dylan. I only... Well, because he he went on and did a different... A different... I mean, he's done a movie. I actually want to see it. He did a movie on Netflix, I believe. Oh, really? Dylan's Breasted, yeah. I want to see it. I do, too. I can't remember the name of the movie. We're going to have to figure that out. And then um, Cole is kind of stayed with the acting. Mm -hmm. Because Dylan, I think, is doing a brewery. A brewery? I think he owns a brewery. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I really want to, like, I want to sit down and take a deep dive into all the, like, the childhood actors that we watched growing up. Mm -hmm. I really, like, think that would be interesting just to see what they're up to now because some of them don't do that stuff anymore and some of them have gone on to be successful in other things. I think that would be so cool to, like, actually, like, sit down. And I wish there was more documentaries on that kind of stuff. (sighs) I think we found our next episode. Not our next next episode, because, like, that's a lot of... That's stuff that we're going to have to really get yeah. into research, but I think we found an episode that we can Yeah, do. I feel like we have two. Um, I think that can go into one of our later themes and our more serious themes, because, like, that can kind of go in with my specific kind of background, yeah. too. Yeah. Because I love watching documentaries oh, about all too. kinds of things, not, not, not just a, a specific subject... Um, I like, you know, I always, I'm always down for good documentaries and good true crime, too. I love that, too. That's it, it, it depends on my mood with true crime. It oh, depends no, on my mood. Well, any time and be like, I'm into it. I go through moods. I'll watch Judge Judy a lot. Like, I'll, I'll go he, through. Let me tell you, his idol is truly Judge Judy because anything... There was a time that I was going through a lot with my ex-husband, and he's like, well, Judge Judy, and I was like, oh, yeah, he knows, he knows. It's funny, but I really think his idol is Judge Judy. I, I think love that, Judge Judy. I feel like in a past life, that might have you might have been a judge of some sort. I always, like, I don't have, like, A, that's a lot of schooling, and I think it, you also have to be a lawyer before you be a judge. I don't know how it works. I don't either. I thought, like, I don't know how it works. Um, but I always thought it would be really cool to be a judge because like, I don't know, it'd just be really interesting to kind of like be the person to kind of make that ruling. 
See, I've been in front of a judge twice in my life. Um, it would have one time would have been more, um, but thank God for not really thank God for COVID, but thank I I'm kind of grateful um, because I feel like being in front of a judge is so much like anxiety, like whoo. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was going through my divorce and custody um, stuff, we did a lot of on the phone with the judge, which was extremely nice because I don't think I could have held myself together right. being in front of a judge with that going on but being in front of a judge man I've only ever been in front of a judge one time it was because of a traffic ticket and that was terrifying but then there was also other people that were going in there for other things and I was kind of like well like when um when Tommy and I had our little down area um where we weren't on talking terms for a hot minute um I I had to go to court and you were in a courtroom mm-hmm. but there was so many people so you got to listen to other people's cases and whatnot and some of the things that I was listening to I'm like I'm glad I'm only here for this because Holy cow. I'm so scared that I'm going to get jury duty. Jury duty. I, um, I was actually, um, excused from jury duty because of my work. Because they didn't have anybody to cover my shift. So my boss sent, had to write them a letter, send them an email, or send them the letter, um, and everything. And I was excused from it. Yeah. I don't. I'd be really nervous to go in there and do it. There's, I... Mm-hmm. Because, like, you'd be sitting there listening to this case, and sometimes you, you may not get to get to the conclusion yeah. of the and case. And these things can be drug out for weeks. For weeks. And I'm like, weeks. ugh. But you get paid for it, but, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. I also think it would be pretty interesting at the same time to kind of be able to do that, because that's kind of what a judge does. Yeah. I'm like... I don't know. I have too much anxiety for that. I don't know. I'd be too afraid that I'd go to the wrong place. <laughs> my the way my mind works, the way my anxiety goes is like, oh no, I'm gonna they're gonna arrest me. I'm gonna be in the house. I'm gonna be in a jail cell by the end of this because somebody tattled on me from somewhere for something that wasn't even illegal. But in my head, I think I did something so bad. Oh no, I lied. I've been in front of a judge twice, three times actually. Huh. See? No, f- but for good reasons. Like, I, I adopted all my kids. Oh, yeah. So, I had to be in front of a judge. Still nerve-wracking. It is. You're like, what from my past is going to haunt me and get me put in handcuffs and thrown in jail? <laughs> but going into a, a court office before I... I'm so sorry. I interrupted you. I don't even remember what you said. Do you remember what you were saying? Mm, which time? <laughs> <laughs> well, right before I interrupted you, apparently not. I'm so sorry. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're right. I had to, like, I don't know why I was like, I had to say that. Oh, it's fine. It's but fine. no, but being in front of it, like, going into the courthouse, it's always, like, ter- it is terrifying because, like, you have to unload everything. Yeah. And there's, like, sheriffs watching you and you're, like... You're walking through a metal detector. Yeah, and you're, like... <laughs> I'm innocent, but how do I act innocent? And that, you're like, they're looking at you, and you keep looking at them, and they're like, is there something going on? And you're like, me. 
But they're not they're, looking at you. They're, not, they're, like, they're literally just doing their in job. In your mind, you're like looking at the, like, I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. Or what if I have something in my pockets I shouldn't have? Like, I remember um, one time I went to court and I got to the front doors and I had a vape and I was like, I'm going to go take this back to the car because I don't want to get in trouble. I always forgot, like, that just, I don't think you could have a lighter in there. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. I, yeah. It just depends. But, like, it's just like when a cop comes behind you and you're, like, going the speed limit. How many times have I been on the phone with you and I'm like, there's a cop. There's There's a cop. cop. Tommy's like, you are going to be the reason that I get pulled over because you keep saying there's a cop. There's a cop. There's a cop. <laughs> like, he's like, I'm not even doing anything wrong. And I was like, I know, but I still get nervous. You can't help it. It's just like something in your mind is just like, oh my gosh. Like, oh my god. Like, yeah. I'm and gonna like get a couple trouble. make me so nervous that I'll start swerving because I'm like, I'm gripping the steering wheel so tight that I'm like, <sighs> then you're like, get over, get over, get over, get over, get yeah. over. Yeah, oh. no, yeah, no, I. <laughs> 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 See how far off topic we got? Uh, also, Not to talk about parenting, cause it made its way into court, court, court cops. The cops. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen. Oh my god, I can't wait. I, I can't wait to. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had something. In my brain, and now it's not working the way that it needs to. Oh my lord. But I I love that, like, we, I think we said what we needed to say on that topic, and yeah. now we're just kind of, like, rolling with whatever. And I think that's awesome to kind of, like, lighten the mood a little bit yeah. about, like, talking with shit, ch- about the bit, the bit, talking about children. Even though it wasn't really a hard topic. It wasn't. I mean, we were just... I mean, I I was just curious about the parenting styles and stuff and just seeing... I don't know, just, I guess... It's not really shocking to me, though, seeing... Because it's something, like, st- stuff you see at, in everyday life, not necessarily with yourself, but, like, you know, working in childcare and you, mm-hmm. you know, adopting children, just seeing what kind of people are really out there. It's just... Yeah. Crazy to me, really, to think... I don't know how you could ever look at a child and cause harm. I don't get that, but that's a difference. Of I yeah, I don't I don't know how, I don't know how either. But you know, at the same time, like I don't ever call them bio parents. I call the donors. Yeah. Because they donated my like their stuff to you know to have my children. Yeah. And I'm very grateful for it. Yeah. I sometimes I forget that I am a dad. Sometimes I'll, like, be doing something in my own little world, and I, like, forget for a minute. Yeah, you just, like, zone out of it. I am a dad. Yeah. And then when you hear, Daddy, and then you're like, what? Me? Oh, me. (laughs) Oh, you need me? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Because, like, sometimes I don't even feel like I'm an adult. Like, sometimes I feel like I'm still stuck in my teens. I know, it's so, like, I don't even know. It's kind of depressing, really, like. And there is nothing, I feel like it's it's something that needs to be normalized. I'm going to say this real quick. Something that needs to be normalized is when you think back to your younger years, um, 
teenage years, whatever, before kids, basically, let's right. just say that, before kids, and you're, you know, you're like, oh, gosh, I miss it. It's okay to miss that. That's normal. I yeah, feel like that's no, completely yeah. normal to miss what your life like, what what your life was like before having, having children. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's something that nobody should feel bad for feeling that way because sometimes you you do miss it. It doesn't mean you don't love your children. Right. No. You just miss the way the simplicity of things. Being before. able to you go do what you want. When you want, and not have to worry about finding a sitter, not having to worry about. Oh, well, I can't do this because kids... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to miss what life was yeah. like before kids. And I feel like that's something that definitely needs for to sure. be normalized. For At sure. At the same time, you would do anything for your kids. Because, no like, we, like we said before, and... Uh, fuck them kids sometimes. Sometimes, for real. Sometimes, like, this is our place to come and vent and talk about shit that, like, you know we get annoyed of sometimes about being parents. I mean, it is the most annoying job, but also the most rewarding, rewarding job job too. Mm -hmm. So like at the same time, like if you don't care for your children and don't spend time with them, then that's a you problem. That's a you problem. And like, but if you spend time with your kids and sometimes you just get so annoyed that you're just like, fuck them. Yeah. Like, (laughs) <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to be a dad today. Yeah. Don't do I ever just sit there and go, I'm not gonna be a dad. I'm gonna I, or like right. I'm gonna stop. I'm stopping. You're not. I'm no longer your dad. Sometimes like when I had to leave, like sometimes it's best to leave the situation so yeah. you can better think about situations before you overstep a boundary. Like, don't worry, guys. Their their dad was home with them when Tyler left. Don't think he just left his kids. Yeah, no. And plus, <laughs> my oldest son was with them too. But like, um, so. I the day that I had I had to leave, I, I I looked at Chris and I said I have to go. I was like I have to go. I was like because if I stay here, it's not going to be good for anybody. So yeah. I was like I'm just going to leave. And I was like, it's best for me to leave and go to work early. Sometimes you have, like, sometimes you have to. It's just like when they say, um, you know, when your baby is just, you can't console your baby and they're just crying and crying and you just have to lay them in your crib, in their crib and walk away for a minute. Just shut the door and just walk away to take a deep breath because sometimes it's so overwhelming and, and knowing that a tiny being needs you for every single Single thing thing. it can be really overwhelming overwhelming. and it's scary because you're like wow like it takes a lot of your a lot of your energy and it does and but it's the most rewarding thing when their tiny little arms give you a hug and they say i love you and it's just like oh i love you too too. yeah but like but during the day i tell you what cohen no and then like so you just have to, it's and you okay can't to forget to spend time with your partner too. Yeah. Like it, it is important. Like when I leave here, I'm going home, and me and Chris are having a date night because yeah. we have no kids. Austin was with us, and now he's over at my, you know, my mom's yeah. and my stepdad's. And so, like, it is very nice to be able to go home and have a break. Yeah. From the children, because like, a I work. We we both work through the week. We get to sit down, we have dinner together, and then I'm out the door. Yeah. 
And then by the time I get home, he's sleeping. Yeah. And then so, like, we don't really get to spend any time and I feel together. Like that's, I feel like that's important in any relationship, no matter um, it, whether you have different work schedules or whatever the case may be. I feel like don't ever forget to to date your partner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's important because, you know, especially you guys are, you know, we're always being parents. We're always, you know, we always have that, you know, responsibility. That will never end. No matter if we're single or not, it will. It always, and you always have to remember to take time for yourself, but take time for your partner as well. Because like in my case, Tommy doesn't have kids, you know, and when he got with me, boom, you have three, you know what I'm saying? So I had to take a step back because sometimes he would get overwhelmed when we first got together because he wasn't used to it. Yeah. And so he would get overwhelmed and I had to take a step back and be like, I had to realize like he's not used to mm-hmm. all of this. This is something that I've been doing since they were all born. You know what I'm saying? So it's sometimes you just need to have that time with yourself and have that time with your partner. I think it's really important to, you know, do things together and, you know, people always say sometimes, like, I don't know, there was a thing that I shared on Facebook, like sitting and watching TV together or just being under the same roof isn't spending time with your partner. But like Tommy and I will sit and watch TV when we don't have the kids. Like we'll sit and watch TV and we'll have conversation and we'll just like enjoy each other's company and, you know, whatever. And I like, that's kind of just our thing. Like we don't like being out yeah, but everybody has their own thing, yeah. so you can't sit there. And I mean, and we'll get dinner together, yeah. and we we'll do that, and we have conversation, and I just think it's really important to make sure you do that for yourself mm-hmm. and for your partner. I and, agree. You know. I agree. I think that, like, you're always... When they're with us and when they're not with us, you're always in a worry mode, so, like, that's always there. So sometimes, like turning off that worry mode especially when I know that they're with somebody that like I trust 100% with my kids so like so turning off that worry mode of going they're okay like they're in a really good hands right now they're fine Mm -hmm. so turn it off and stop worrying because there for a while it used to be I would call them every single time I would text and be like how are my kids doing now I've kind of stepped away yeah. from texting my mom and being like how are the kids doing yeah. blah 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 because it's even like even like when the kids are at school you're still worrying if they're behaving what they're doing if they're safe what's going on but at the same time we both still have a little at home yeah so you're still you know taking care of them mm-hmm. and doing all that but you're still worrying about your kids that are in school so like when they're with somebody that you trust, you know, or for my instance, like when the boys are at my dad's, I still work, or not at my dad's, but their dad's, I still worry about them, I still, but I still get to see them a couple times during the week when I have to pick them up from school, right. so it's like, and I know if anything were to happen, they would, you know, contact us or whatever, but it's still like always like a worry and stuff, so sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it is nice to have that break and just to be like, oh, okay. Shut it off. Yeah. Shut it off. It's, yeah. So, like... I think that, like like you said, looking back on your life without children, it's okay to look back on your life without children. And 
if you don't want to have children, don't have them. Yeah. It's not, and that's the thing, it's like, everyone, you know, you're on this earth to reproduce and da da da, da. If you don't want to have kids, you, you don't you, have to have kids. You don't, no have, one, to. You don't have to do mm. nothing. You no. don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. If anything you don't want you kids, don't, do. don't have kids. Yeah. Because, like, let's be honest. I look back sometimes on my life and I'm like, you have so much freedom. You can have the money, all this other stuff. You're not worried about anybody else. You're just no. worried about yourself. You just have to take care of, take care yeah. of yourself. That's it. And you hear me and Chris, could we left the house like constantly. Yeah. When we didn't have You could just go out and do whatever. You didn't have to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. You had no worries. No worries. yourself. So when it comes to that point, yes. Yeah. If you want kids, have them. It is rewarding. But also keep in mind... It's not always easy. They it's don't not come always with a easy. Book. They don't. And take time for yourself. Yes. Self-care is definitely, definitely, definitely important. And there's like, you know, there's... And if you have kids with a partner, communication is key. I feel like communication communication is key. It's key with anything. Yeah. yeah it's, no, it's definitely... You know, especially even with Tommy and I. I mean, we don't have kids together. You know, I have the three boys and, you know... But there are, you know, there are boys. It's just like with their stepmom, they they're have a part all their of, yeah, children. They're, they're a part, part of, of the their life. Yeah, yeah, they're a part of their and, lives. So they and, have. And I feel like him and I just communicating about stuff that you know happens in our household and the way we handle things over here and all that stuff is definitely important. Um, <laughs> but yeah, communication and Tommy's very understanding when it comes to like me doing self-care like if I just want to run a bath and just you know sit in a bath for however long I want to he's never he's always like you know do you need anything do you want anything like even for like Valentine's Day he was like do you want self-care stuff or you know what do you want and I'm like you know just surprise me because he's very he understands Mm -hmm. and the other day he had me laughing because he's like you have the worst anxiety of anybody I know I said I know you're lying he said no you're pretty far up there and so he always tries to do things to just ease it. Ease it. Yeah. I, I would say that, like, I'm kind of sort of the same way. I have really bad anxiety. I'm not, like, I can drive perfectly fine and yeah. go places. Out in public is a little harder for me because I'm always afraid of being judged. Even though I don't care, I do care. It's yeah. like a weird Because you, d- you don't care what people think, but you're almost like nervous about people's reactions because some people just have that complete, I don't give a fuck, I'm going to say what I want to say or I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's kind of like the unknown of that is a little bit scary, mm. I feel like. I mean, I don't yeah. know if that's how you feel, but like that's like my no, thing. Is yeah, like, no, yeah, no, yeah. It's never, like, and that's what I tried to explain to Tommy. Like, when it comes to driving, it's not me that I'm worried about. I'm scared for the other drivers, you know? It's not that I'm worried about what I'm going to do. I'm worried about what they're going to do, you know? I'm always, like, on guard. You can't control every aspect of it. You got to let it happen. I know. See how we did that? We went off topic again. I'm not really (laughs) off topic, but we went from talking about... Children. Children to judges and cops back to being a parent and self care and now self care, yeah. It's important to say self care. Well because it was it wasn't off topic, it was off topic to a degree, but we also were talking about how like you need like, to take we, care of yourself outside of being a parent. Yeah. We like veered off track and got back on and Yeah. So like it is. Like, it goes with self care 
is taking self-care makes sure that you are taking care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself you can't take care of your children yes it's just like i feel like if you don't love yourself it's hard to love other people Mm -hmm. so you got to be able to take care of yourself first there are times that i'll go in the shower and i'm like i need to cry i'm gonna cry right here because i try not to cry in front of my kids yes because like it's not a sense of i don't i don't i don't want them to see that i'm weak like, I don't think crying is weak yeah. at all. Yeah. I, I just think that, like, I don't want them thinking that it's because of them ever yeah. that I'm crying. Like, it also, like, so I tend to step away, have a cry if I need to cry. Sometimes it's just getting I can't, all that. Yeah. It's just getting that out of your system, like, feeling those emotions that you've been trying to keeps them Keep, down yeah, yeah. like yeah. sometimes you just kind of have to kind of have to let them out yep i agree and that's completely normal well i guess we're gonna go ahead and end the episode today this was a long one guys this was a long Thanks episode for sticking through yes <laughs> so i want to like make sure that we have all our bases covered because i was thinking about this the other day um we're on two platforms we're on spotify and apple Podcasts. we also have two ways of you for now to be able to get a hold of us i don't know if you can i don't know if you can reply on spotify i can't see anything on apple Podcasts because we're still trying to figure out what that all yeah we're still trying to figure out that platform um so we don't be afraid to reach don't be afraid to reach out to us yes if you want to stay again if you want to stay anonymous you can either like Email us at laughandchatwithtyandliz at gmail.com. Or you can message us on our Facebook page at laughandchatwithtyandliz. And we do have a Facebook messenger tied to that, so you don't have to type in the comments. Yeah. Um, and even anything. if you just want to leave a comment, um, I mean, feel free to to talk on our page where we love we love to we would love to communicate with you guys we'd love to ha- hear your feedback hear your story so any way that you can reach out to it us it was really nice that you guys were able- sorry i'm so sorry no you're <laughs> fine go for it it was really nice of you guys being able to respond to the poll like yeah. that um liz did here so like we want to be able to be interacting and if you guys have a story you want to share whatever top like obviously we're not very topic based so like if you're like hey i want can you share this on the next one yeah. i have something funny or it was with somewhat of a topic that yeah. we were talking about during the episode yeah. like we can always share that the next episode yeah. we were just kind of set on parenting because we both have had a lot going on with our children yeah um, this past so, week yeah it's been a little crazy so we just kind of wanted to touch base on all that and we just wanted to talk about it and yeah get that kind of off our chest but we're open to talking about anything, anything and everything, everything. Yeah. nothing is, is off, off limits <laughs> that's the whole point of the show <laughs> nothing is off limits if you guys have like anything that you like we talked about that you guys want to hear more about obviously like there's certain things that we'll probably get on it more into the future about huh. the adoption process because i'm liz has been really kind of interesting and interested in that even though yeah. she's kind of gone through it but yeah um she's also was there somewhat of when things were happening through the tail end of it yeah Yeah, through the tail we end we were more in communication then yeah so yeah reach out to us 
Yeah. Send us a message. You have a story that you just think is funny and you want everyone to have a good laugh. I mean, anything. We're here. So yeah. just reach out to us. Let us know. Yep. So, all right. You guys have a great week and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.